right, everybody, welcome to episode 177 of the Bite Me Podcast. Seven is actually my favorite number, um, so this is about as favorite as a podcast as we can get until we are like 500 from now, 600 from now. Do you think we'll make 700, episode 777? Why is seven your favorite number? I don't know. Always has been. Like, I think someone asked me when I was a kid, like, what your favorite number is, and I said seven, and so seven. I always said seven. And then it's yeah. just been seven. I made yep. the mistake of telling my kid the joke of why is six afraid of seven, because seven, eight, nine, and now she wants me to tell her that constantly, even <laughs> though I don't think she gets it. There's a very funny Bare Naked Ladies song called 789 that is just a take on that joke. It is very funny. Um, you should let her listen to that. It also talks about Gordie Howe. Oh, oh, I don't think she gets that. I mean, like, I don't think, I, it's, I don't I think it matters. I don't think she would put this song two and two together. I think she just enjoys that maybe there's a joke she gets, but she doesn't. I really I enjoy, uh, like, popsicle stick jokes. Like, I think that's fun. Um, <laughs> and my dad also thinks they're fun. But then my nephew thought they were really fun but then he started making jokes but his <laughs> jokes didn't make any sense whatsoever and it's so funny to to see a young kid like that like uh-huh. think they're making a joke and it is the punchline like literally doesn't i want to know why that makes sense to them but you just can't it is literally every kid from the age of like probably well, like, four yeah. to like Eight or nine yeah. <laughs> wants to make up jokes. Anyway, I'm Cliff Johnson. Welcome to Kid Talk. With- Welcome to it's a different podcast. Kid jokes. It's just gonna be dad jokes. Dylan's gonna have to like. I'm great at them. He's a cat dad, so it all works yeah. out. Anyway, I'm Cliff Johnson. I am joined today by Dylan, Big Bassoon, right here coming at you. Big Bassoon and Colby, member of the quarantine. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. We're going to talk about video games today. We're going to talk about the new PlayStation controller and what we think about it. We're going to talk a little bit about The Last of Us 2 and when you might get to play it. Bunch of Xbox Series X stuff straight from the mouth of Phil Spencer. Sea of Thieves is coming somewhere. If I say it now, you'll have no reason to listen. So just imagine all the places Sea of Thieves could come to. And it's one of those. Uh, you can get a free copy of Fallout 76 on Steam if you own it on Bethesda.net. Amazon has some gaming news, which is weird because Amazon. Uh, Mixer is handing out a little bit of cash to some of its partners. And finally, Saints Row 3 is getting a remaster. Uh, we got questions from Vinny, Mr. Polite Island Cookie, and Princess Megan. And then a, a decent amount of cheap and free games. It's not like the marathon of cheap free games we had last week, but... There's some cheap and free stuff. Yeah. And I Colby could like go without it for a while because there's no way you can keep up. Right. Oh, so many games. You look like you have a question, Colby. Question. Would you rather eat an island pizza or an island cookie? I think island pizza. I, you know, so we've we've had this discussion a couple times, island pizza. I asked him repeatedly what would be on an island pizza, and everyone just says it's a Hawaiian pizza, but he's from Puerto Rico. So I wonder if they have a different island pizza. He never answered me. I'm very, very upset at Eddie for not telling me what is on his island pizza. He's going to hold this over you for a long time. Ugh. But an island cookie, like assuming that it's kind of like tropical, could be yeah. pretty good. Yeah, like, like coconut. And coconut like or mango. Some... I just like a chocolate chip cookie, though. Pineapple, yeah. Whole Foods Pineapple upside down cookie. Ooh, oh, macadamia nuts. Macadamia in it. nuts. I don't know if if Whole Foods still does. I've not been in Whole Foods for 
ever. Um, but they used to spell, sell a cookie called a spectacular fruit cookie, and they were incredible, just full of fruit, and I loved them. So, cookie talk on just, Bite Me Podcast. I just like to think that it's a cookie with just like an apple in it. <laughs> it's it is. like just the w- cookie goes around it. You're like, it's, a, well, it's huh? real weird, but it's delicious. It's a cookie surrounded by water. <laughs> Island cookie. Island cookie. Uh, either way, now I'm just hungry. So, let's do this oh, podcast. So Oh, we'll do this We're podcast. We're picking up Thai food tonight. Oh, I had we can Thai get on the, on the Thai food podcast. I, I had Thai food two weeks ago, and it was amazing. It was so good. Oh, I think I'm going to have... That was a Thai gent. Yeah, I'm going to have some sort of takeout tonight, but I don't know what. So I'm having a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese mm-hmm. is good. Yesterday was... Or I think it was yesterday. Yesterday was National Grilled Cheese Day, so you're off by day, but that's okay. Just, just a made-up holiday to sell cards. <laughs> Or cheese. Okay, Cole, tell me what you've been playing. <laughs> uh, video games. Love video games. Um, I've played a little bit more of Animal Crossing, but so is Dylan, so he'll talk about that. I'll chime <laughs> in. Um, and I've been playing more of Yakuza. It is still really weird, and I probably would have stopped playing it, but oddly... Still bad, my, still playing it. My, my kid really likes it. Like, anytime I start up the Xbox, she's like, play that game. I'm like, well, it beats the Paw Patrol game you used to bug me about, so, okay. Um, so a new feature that Xbox is introducing, maybe now, maybe soon, is, um, like, you can plug in two controllers um, and play a single video game. So you can start letting her play Yakuza and just like take over occasionally when she needs help. Yeah. I mean like it's not <laughs> it's not a bad game, but like I am 15 hours into it and according to it I've beat like 3% of the game. But it's like a it's, it's supposed to be like a 30-hour game. So I don't quite understand how I'm at like four percent yeah um i'm in the fifth chapter there's 17 chapters so i still don't quite understand how i'm at three percent but also go ahead the their achievements are all broken um like the last rewards thing i had a really hard time because i don't know let's see it rolls over on tuesday like monday night i'm like oh crap i still have to get one more achievement um and I looked, and I'm like, oh, uh, I you know, just have to beat the fourth chapter of Yakuza. I can do that. And I beat the fourth chapter. And it didn't nothing. Um, and so I kind of wonder if maybe their, like, percentage timer is also broken. Yeah. I don't know. That could be. Tell me. You were going to say something. No. Tell me about Donut County, man. Donut County is great. Um, I've, I've wanted to play this game forever because I love donuts and I love counties. And it's real funny, and it's got a cute raccoon. <sighs> and... It's uh, Annapurna, I think, yeah, put it out. They did. Tell me, they, tell me what kind of game it good is. Work. Yeah, the great indie stuff, Annapurna. Um, puzzle game, kind of. Like, I just a real chill. Like, there's no thinking in this game. Like, there wasn't, like, a puzzle that I'm like, how do I do this? You literally, so, you're a, I don't know, the story's like a raccoon runs a, a donut shop and for reasons that are explained in the game, opens holes to suck in the town. Makes sense. This is the game I played on uh, Apple Arcade. Yeah. 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 I played that a little bit. You have a little hole, and when you suck stuff in, it makes a bigger hole so you can suck in more stuff. Um, But, like, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not, like, like I said, you're trying to essentially suck in everything. And so it's not like... 
there's it's real difficult. You just have to like look for things that you can pull in, and it's mostly that it's just like it's a very funny game, and so <laughs> is it like kind of like so kind of like reverse Katamari. I never played Katamari, so maybe. Maybe. I and it's like what, two, three hours long? Yeah, probably two two to three hours. Um it's like normally ten bucks. I got it on sale for I think six. Totally Is, worth six bucks. Does it kind of scratch that untitled goose game itch? Yes. Um, Untitled Goose Game is much more difficult. Yeah. Um, But, like, yes, it is very much that type of funny, that type of kind of, you know, that aesthetic almost. Because, like, for the the last mm, week and a half, I just keep thinking, like, maybe I should play Untitled Goose Game again. Like, maybe it's been long enough since I played it last time to have forgotten how some of the puzzles work. Or maybe it's time to do those speedrun achievements of Untitled Goose Game. (laughs) Every time I go through the Game Pass games, when I get to the use, my kid's like, play the Goose Game! I'm like, no, we've she does not understand the fact that we've already beat the Goose Game. And so, but... I could just send it over to your house. She could oh, watch you play Goose it's Game. It's such a good game. It's such a good game. So. It is. But yeah, Donut County, quite fun. And quite good. The, I would, if you have the chance to play it, do. Maybe I'll pick it up and we can we can try it out. Uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, the animals that you're crossing? I'll, I'll let Dylan take over and I'll kind of... Yeah, I, I play this game a lot. It is pretty much your other life right now. Uh, Dylan's I playing guess... the stock market. Yes, I bought a bunch of turnips and I have not had a very good turnip price. So right now I'm in the hole a lot of money, but they should go up, I guess. Do they go bad? Yes, Yes, after a week. week. Oh no. So I assume at some point you get a good price, at least better than, or maybe you don't. I don't, I don't really know. Can you like take them to someone else's island? Yes, you can do that. Get a better price? Um, Which apparently my island had the worst price on Sunday and I didn't go to someone else's island and get a better price. Like my brothers were like 90 bells a piece, whereas mine were 106 bells a piece. So I feel like I got, I I overpaid. Mine were 94. Yeah. This is the weirdest game in the entire world. Like absolutely Um, so strange. I guess I, uh, I, I completed the, I guess what you would call the story in Animal Crossing. Oh, I didn't realize there was one. You want to get your island... Um, basically, you need a three-star evaluation um, by Resident Services, and that basically gets you um, the attention of K.K. Slider, the famous dog musician in Animal Crossing who makes all the songs, and he will come to your island and perform for your island which makes Tom Nook very happy because he's a huge fan. And then he's going to perform every Saturday night on your island for you after that. Um, But once you do that, you basically unlock the rest of the things, like the ability to to terraform your island. So I can build and remove cliffs, and I can augment water, um, and I can make paths. So once you get the proper permits from resident services, you can lay down brick paths, dirt paths, um, terracotta paths. This is the weirdest game in the entire world. Um, like, I don't even understand. I just don't understand. But I'm glad you're having fun, Dylan. I'm glad that the dog so is coming fun. to play with you. I spent 
all of one day this weekend because I don't know what days are anymore. No. So I don't know which day it was. It might have been Thursday. I don't know. Um, it might have been Saturday. I spent a lot of time uh, digging up all my fruit trees and putting them in some sort of organizational pattern. So there's like, I have separate fenced in orchards with the different fruits. So I got all the fruits on my island now. Um, been harvesting those. Nice. Getting bells. I don't know. It's just, it's something you could just lay on the couch and I guess watch Netflix and play Animal Crossing and uh, it's just what you need to do right now. Or in this case, it's like 62 and sunny out. So you can just go sit outside. Um, we got a new rug. So we put our old rug in the driveway. <laughs> so because the way our house is positioned, the sun hits the front of the house on the, the asphalt driveway. And the back is in like almost like 80% shade most of the day sure. so you don't really get sun in the back so it's still pretty cold back there so it's kind of weird like either you're just going to sit in a lawn chair in a driveway and look like a redneck or you can put a a rug down and look more like a redneck i don't I was know gonna say, like, but that's how i grew up so it's not very unusual for me and it kind of makes sense but every like i feel like the neighbors come out literally every day when we're out there and like i think they just think we sit out here on our rug outside <laughs> <laughs> and they go out and walk their dogs it's like they don't walk their dogs any other time of the day it's only when we're sitting out there i've always been really intrigued by that like garage lifestyle um and like now that i live in a like a subdivision like there are a lot of people that just like will sit in their garage they got couches there's a bunch of people in my neighborhood that have couches in their garage right and they just sit, like, sit in there but I, when i lived in michigan i lived in an apartment that had detached garages so like my garage wasn't anywhere close right. to my house like it was out my front door like across a bunch of lawn across a street to get to my garage and it was down like i don't know i mean it was it wasn't far but it was probably like 3 or 400 feet from my front door and there were people that would like leave their apartments <laughs> go yeah. out open their garage and then sit in lawn chairs in their garage i'm like what are you people doing <laughs> i guess if you like turned it into a game room like if there's a foosball table but they something. didn't like, they, were just, it, in, but they were just in they were just in lawn chairs <laughs> like, like growing up we had it's kind of a weird layout probably compared to most people because we had a house and then another house on the same property that's like 12 a backup house. The house but it it was just my dad remodeled into like a music studio and it's a hobby area so he makes and smokes yeah. meat and then there's a walk-in refrigerator and like a wine making cellar no and everything. nothing about this sounds weird dylan the music studio slash meat smoking yeah. place slash vineyard no i remember that's, that's our dad's um, yeah meat smoke vineyard yeah studio. everyone has one but like there's this space in between and there would just be like we have a, we had an outdoor couch there and we had a foosball table outside there. So it's kind of the same thing, but it's not like perfect access from the road. I guess that's so, kind of where it gets weird. I yeah, know. I have two questions. Um, first question is more of a statement, but I'm 37 <laughs> years old, almost 38, and I have never had a garage or at least a working garage. Me neither. Uh, uh, I'm not family. 37. My parents' house did not have a garage that you could put anything but woodworking equipment in. Yeah, my dad, had, we had a garage. It was just a wood shop. Yeah, but I've never parked in a garage. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, that was just a side. Yeah. Um, so how do you keep, like, mice out of a 
uh, yard couch because growing up, um, some buddies of mine and me, I suppose, went to the, I don't know, I was all to say goodwill because DI makes no sense to anyone but me and Cliff. I'm um, with you and bought a couch and put it outside where we would skateboard and like i don't know within a not very long time like there was just mice hmm. living in the couch i never even thought about that i don't think it was a problem maybe there were just mice and dylan was like cool i'm yeah. like sleeping beauty they probably they probably sought other places first would be my yeah. guess because we had a pretty good rodent problem because we used to have this huge i think an oak stump literally 12 feet from the back door um and we had this it was chopped down but it was this massive stump with these big concrete blocks around it with like ivy growing out of it and you can imagine how many things were in there but that was about the time where a possum wandered in and hid in the pull-out drawer under the the oven and my mom opened it up to a possum screaming at her inside the oven and then that never happened once we got that stump removed. So, <laughs> I had a ferret wander into my house. So, yeah, who kept am it I as to... a pet. Um, I also wonder if like the difference between Utah and Seattle is that it's so hot here that I mean we don't have a lot of ground cover because it dies, and so they yeah, they go towards probably... that stuff. Whereas yeah. in Seattle, you guys have we had trees and, and yeah, fields and, like that. and a deck right next to it. So maybe they're under the deck. Maybe they're under the house. Um, we didn't have a lot of rodent problems, but there was occasionally we, we you'd get a my, mouse inside or whatever. But the craziest thing on the tangent podcast um, <laughs> is I woke up to my mom just screaming one morning. There was a rat on a picture frame on the wall, <laughs> like on the top ledge of the picture frame, just like. <sighs> Like just like sit I like like how does it even get up like it crawls up the stucco wall and onto this picture frame because apparently there's just enough texture on a stucco wall that a rat can climb up and get on your oh, yeah. picture frame. I we, love uh, it. At my work, I walked into the garbage room and there was like a I don't know seven inch rat like scaling the cinder block wall. <laughs> I just turned around and walked out. I'm like I don't want to deal with that. That was yeah. a huge damn rat. <laughs> That's like a cat. <laughs> It was yeah. huge. It was just, and it was just doing like, you know, like slowly moving its way. I'm like, yeah. what is it going up towards? There's a concrete ceiling. What are you doing? It was like that raccoon that scaled the side of the building in Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm like, what is this rat's end game? I'm kind of curious. I love it. Yeah. Should we talk about video games now? Yeah, I have a million Can. stories with weird animals in the yard. So. I mean, my guess is that this will not be the first, like, veer off into weirdo land in this podcast no. because it's just how life is these days. I yeah. I can't. I don't know what day it is. It's it's fine. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy XV more. How's that? Um, so I just finished Chapter... Four or five. Um, the game makes a lot more sense once you get past chapter two. Like the first two chapters in that game are just like, like they took three games and like put them in a jar and kind of shook them up and they're like game. Um, it like evens out a little bit after that for the most part. Um, you stay in like one area for a long time and it kind of makes sense until you get to the first boss who is literally like 
you know, like the the myth Atlas that's holding the the world on his back. It's yeah, literally yeah, yeah. that guy. Apparently, there was like a meteorite that was going to slam into the world, and he caught it. He's like a titan, and he's been holding it forever. And you have to go and like get his blessing, which means you have to fight him first. So I spent uh, because I couldn't figure out how to fight him really because he's he's huge. <laughs> so like it all made kind of sense until I had to freeze the arm off of a giant Titan holding a massive meteorite in the middle of a field. So it's okay, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's not bad. It's just, it's not, it's not great. It'll do, I guess. I'm kind of invested in it now though. And there's only 15 chapters, so I'll probably finish it, I guess. How um, many chapters in are you? Five? Did you five, say? I think. I'm about a third of the way in. Um, the, the thing I think I dislike most about Final Fantasy XV is its complete and total disregard for your time as a gamer. Um, oh, as far as I can tell, that is strictly like a like Japanese thing. Oh, it like every every like JRPG I've played in the past little bit, every like thing is pretty much that. I'm like, why why do I have to do this? Why is everyone have a conversation with me? Even though most of this is just like, oh, this isn't this doesn't matter. This this game is. Like, so there's a bunch of just quests. You'll get these quests and they're like, go over there and do this thing. And I'm like, okay. And so I get in the regalia, uh, my car, and it's like, well, that's five minutes from here. I'm like, cool, let's go. They're like, oh, no, we have to drive there. I'm like, cool, how long is it going to take? They're <laughs> like, you can't because it's night. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, how long is it going to take? They're like, it's five minutes away. I'm like, in real time? They're like, yeah. I'm like, they're like, do you want to drive? I'm like, absolutely not. I definitely don't want to drive. Like, this, I guess, is the five minutes that the game drives and I read Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, but the weird thing is, is it's not like, like, Grand Theft Auto has a lot of driving parts. There are, there are a lot of parts yeah. in Grand Theft Auto where they're like, drive from the city out to where Trevor lives and do something. But and the entire takes five minutes. It takes but five it's minutes. Fun. But it's fun to drive. And it's almost always there's like story exposition happening. This is four dudes in a car sitting silently as we spend five minutes driving to this location. And like the good news is, is once you've done that drive once you can pay. I mean, I don't want to say this is good news because it's it's news. Um, once you've done that drive once, you can then pay 15 gil to fast travel the next time you need to drive there. So, I mean, it's nice that I don't have to do it, but I don't, I've never had to pay money to fast travel in a game before, but it just becomes a lot of me spending five minutes driving to a location, getting out of my car, walking somewhere to do something, and then fast traveling back to my car. You can always fast travel back to your car and then fast traveling back to where I was or spending another five minutes driving somewhere else. And it's like, I enjoy the game and the story's weird but interesting, even though I don't want to say that Final Fantasy XV is badly written, but I, I wonder if it's just an effect of translating it from a language that is just not English. Uh -huh. um, but I also, I'm playing this game and I'm, I see the nitpicky things that people 
say about games that I love. And I'm playing this game, I'm like, why in the menus do I can I not use the analog stick? Why do I have to use the D-pad? That's so annoying. Why am I why do I have to drive places? Why Moral like, of the story is, is the game's fine. There's just a bunch of questions I have about it that I don't understand. I don't understand why people aren't complaining about them constantly. My little <laughs> nitpicky thing for Yakuza is when you start the game, the t- it put you know you go into the menu, and the first thing is new game, and then continue. Oh, and so if you're not paying attention and you're just hitting A just to get into the game, you just started a new, new game. New game, cool. Why? <laughs> like, yeah. how many people are like, well, I'm playing the game, but you know, I've, I'm guess I'll start a new game. Yeah. There's only one save place, but you know, Final Fantasy 15 is just—it's just a lot. I kind of—I I, just—I'm curious what happens, but at the same time, like, it's a lot. It's fine. Do you want I me guess. to spoil it for you? No, it's it, good. I don't know anything about the story. We'll get there, I guess. Um, the other game I played was Totally Accurate Delivery Service, which um, is in Game Pass. So is Final Fantasy 15, I guess. Um, I played. I played totally accurate delivery service for probably about two hours with, um, so my kid who's 12, my wife who is not a gamer, and my friend Mitch who's living with us right now who is a gamer but is not a console gamer at all. Um, He only plays on PC. So we got totally accurate delivery service is one of those kind of like wonky physics games like um, Human Fall Flat or um, what's the fighting game we play, Dylan? Um, gang, gang, beasts. Beasts. gang beasts, like one of those kind of games where each each of your triggers, like like you walk around and you kind of you know walk around weird, and then each of your triggers, I think, controls one of your arms, and then the the shoulder buttons like lifts up that arm, and the entire like concept of the game is you go up to this this machine and pull a trigger, and it like plops out a package and then you have to take that package to the delivery point. Like, I mean, it's like FedEx in a video game. Um, And when there's four players, it doesn't make any sense at all because there's only one of you that can really do anything with the package at one point in time. So it's, and maybe you might need two if you need like help positioning it somewhere. So it's really like, one person grabbing a package and going and doing this quest thing and three other people screwing around in the weird physics world. Um, we got about 15 minutes into it and literally everyone was like, why are we even playing this game? It is so dumb. And I'm like, just just give it a chance. Like these games, these games are never fun for gears, but like you can have a really good time in a wonky physics simulator sandbox for a couple hours. And like 15 minutes later... Like, my friend Mitch was, like, flying in this weird rocket, like, all over the place, and Carter was in a hot air balloon doing weird stuff, and we were trying to, you know, get a package onto a boat and get the boat across the water, and it was just weird and fun, and, like, the only real complaint I had about it was that, like, you're not really used to, like, holding triggers and then use and holding shoulder buttons for very long while you're also running, Um, Because you'll often have to hold all four of them down at once um, to, like, lift a package over your head so you can run. So by the time I was done, like, my hands hurt really bad. But if you have four players or three players or two players, one player, whatever, I think it would be more fun with more people. It is a just kind of a goofy, fun couch co-op game that you can screw around with. I don't. I don't imagine I'll ever play it again, (laughs) but for two hours, it was a good time for free. So check that out. Dylan. 
Do you want to do your thing? News. That was good, man. I'm real proud of you. That was really great. Actually, before we do news, though, I'm going to lie. I'm actually going to lie. I'm sorry. Can I make you, if I make you do it again, will you be sad? Can you do it twice in one week? We'll find out. Okay, we'll see. Uh, we're going to talk about Patreon for a second. As you know, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. And uh, during these weird um, coronavirus infused times, we've actually had a, a bunch of people reach out to us and say, like, hey, is it cool if I cancel my, uh, my, Patreonage, I guess, um, you know, for the next couple months because, you know, I'm worried about spending extra money that I don't have. I need to put this towards whatever. And like, first of all, do that. Like, don't feel bad about it. You don't need to like ask me. Oddly enough, I do not control your budget. So if that is something you need to do, absolutely 100% do that. I will not feel bad. You can always resubscribe later or don't. I mean, it's not literally not the end of the world. Um, but to make that a little bit easier on everyone, um, we're going to take all the money we raised in March and in April and May, and we're just going to donate that to Extra Life. So it's all going to a good cause. Donate it if you can or if you want to. It's not really a big deal, but don't ever feel bad about money you give this podcast. It is like I'm not eating off of that. You guys have food too, right? Yes. I just saw Dylan with a huge bag of kale, and Colby talked about making a grilled cheese for dinner, so we're not starving to death. I, I have food. Yeah. I, onions I mean, are also flourishing right now. Have you seen me? I could stand to not have as much food. That's the thing. is, I could stop eating today, and I would still be fine in the middle of June. Absolutely fine. As long as I had water. And maybe cookies every once in a while. Anyway, don't worry about Patreon. Literally pull it out if you can't afford it. It is not a big deal in any way. Uh, we just love that you guys listen. Like I said, any money we raise in the next couple months, we're just going to donate to Extra Life. So thank you for being patrons. But, uh, you know, it's it's uh, the pandemic life is weird. So we it's get it. Weird. Super weird. Colby, do your thing. No, wait. Colby doesn't have a thing. Crap. News. Yowie wowie. Dylan, do your thing better. News. There we go. Oh. <laughs> Thought it was my time to shine. It, no, you had, you blew that two weeks ago when Dylan couldn't make it. It's all right. Uh, new PlayStation controller. Um, it's called. Brought the, to you by the Galactic Republic. <laughs> it's called the Dual Sense, which Why? I think sounds like a toy for Vibrator. personal pleasure. Um, but hey, no one asked me. Has haptic feedback, so like the the buzzing in it. God, it, maybe it is just a vibrator. I, it um, is, it, is better and like the 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 rumble pack in. I think more modern controllers is just like it's on or off, and like it has an intensity. Whereas haptic feedback will actually be able to shake things in different ways and like you know, whatever. It's cool. Haptic feedback's really cool. Anyway, this, <laughs> this controller will have that. It going is not. All. Is not. Um, it also has adaptive triggers, so like your L two and R two buttons will have like if you're pulling back a bow, like they'll have a an actual like you'll be able to feel them push back against you. <sighs> <laughs> There's no way for you not to make this sound yeah. dirty, is there? There's absolutely it, not. Um, I've been waiting for a PlayStation controller to have like acceptable triggers. They're just not. They're just not. They just, I, I'm just waiting for a PlayStation controller to have, you know, staggered sticks. Yeah. That's so if you haven't seen this thing, like, I don't know if I can. Dis well, it's it's like 
St- like it looks you know, like a clone em- trooper. Yeah, well, it's like the Empire made a boomerang. <laughs> I I described it as a PlayStation Four controller had some form of sexual relations with Tron. Um, so just imagine that it's people love it or hate it. There's there's no middle ground. The white one is I dislike a lot. The black version of it is better, but still not great. <laughs> I don't know. I. I'm happy that it looks more a little more Xboxy, like it it looks a little it more ergonomic. It does look more ergonomic, but other but it looks stupid. It uh, one of the big things they must have written a paragraph about this in their like. I mean, the, I read an article yesterday about this controller. It was eight or nine paragraphs, <laughs> um, but like almost an entire paragraph was dedicated to the fact that it no longer has a share button. It has a create button and all the things that that means. Far. But then they didn't like expound upon what that could mean. But now it's instead of having like a start and select button, I don't I don't know what you call it. It has like the hamburger menu button and then like mm-hmm. a shout button. I guess yeah. it's like <laughs> I I don't I can't, I can't remember who said it, but they're like, can we please just go back to select and start? Yeah, please. It has that giant like touchpad in the middle still that I don't know why it exists. Like it's fine. Will it, it still occasionally sense. talk to me and scare oh, the even, hell out of me? Even better, <laughs> it's got a microphone built into it. So if oh. you don't have headphones on, you can use your controller to talk to your friends. Now, obviously, it would be better if you actually used a dedicated microphone, but it's here for you. I'm like, I just can't wait to be in a. You ma- hear the sound of just buttons mashing oh. into the controller. And like it, s- someone, every Call of Duty game is going to be a miserable nightmare. Uh huh. A bunch of people calling yeah. me racial slurs, but sounding like they're far away. <laughs> it's going to be great. I. It's it'll just like it'll mimic them driving by you as you're walking and them yelling at you and getting farther <laughs> away. The PlayStation as a system is fine. I like it. It's not my system of choice, and that is whatever but it is absolutely fine but their controllers are garbage i just can't i just can't get behind their current dual shock or the dual sense and i i i don't know if i can call something a dual sense it it i will never use that word it makes me hurt and i love that it's dual you know like d u a l no space uppercase s sense it sounds like a sex toy it i just, just does. i just enjoy like that the controllers have a name like who calls them anything but like a PS4 controller, or a controller? Does the Xbox I mean, I, have I, a name? I, I mean, like only, I know, I think only the, the DualShock. But that was a, that's not a real nickname. Name, that yeah. was a nickname. Oh, you're right. Yeah, like, yeah. The DualShock, and what... I've heard people call it the DualShock, and I'm like, I don't yeah. know, just say. PS4 controller, so I know what you're talking about. Like calling something a pro controller and elite controller doesn't the same thing because it's just like a that's just a a description. Yeah, it's like the sports edition. Like that's the realities. I cannot imagine. Like I, I'm, I'm interested to see the the new Series X controller just because I've read a bunch of like what they did that was different than what PlayStation did is they went really strong into ergonomics. So they looked at how people hold the, the Xbox controller and said, like, if we make these small changes, we can make it more comfortable for like 5% of people that have small hands and still have them comfortable for people with big hands. And so there's not a huge difference between them. It's like they've shaved off a couple edges. It's not 
it's not super different. Um, and so I'm excited to see that, but I can't imagine liking any more control any controller more than I like my my Pro Two. It's just it's such a perfect controller. So yeah. I guess we'll see. So here's here's a question for you: If the PlayStation DualSense looks like that, what does the PlayStation look like? Do you think they match? Yeah, it's yeah, gonna I'm- look like that Star Wars. PlayStation that they had. The weird, like, horseshoe shape one. Do you think it's going to be that weird horseshoe shaped thing? Probably. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It's like, I'm not going to buy one for a while, so it's fine. Um, but hey, new controller. Dual sense. You'll love it. Um, in other PlayStation news, The Last of Us 2, this is kind of old news, unfortunately. Like, this is, I always hate when something gets, like, announced, like, the day after we podcast, but what do you do? Uh, Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely, which is a... That's a scary word. That's a scary word, right? Um, literally no release date. The, it was, I, I love this world we live in where we no longer make, like, announcements. There's no longer press releases. We just tweet stuff. Um, Sony Interactive Entertainment made a tweet that said they made the difficult decision to delay the launch of The Last of Us 2 and Marvel's Iron Man VR until further notice. Logistically, the global crisis is preventing us from providing the launch experience our players deserve. Uh, Currently, there are no other delays to report, but we'll keep you updated. So, this game was supposed to come out May 29th, so a little bit in the future. Do you think... Because I've heard a bunch of different things. Like, there there are two reasons this game could be delayed. One, they just simply... There's a QA problem that they can't deal with. Um, because the game is supposed to be mostly done. But that still assumes that there is QA to be done. Either they cannot complete QA because of access to development kits or access to... Um, I know part of this was actually being built in China, I believe. But the game itself will certainly be created and duplicated and so forth in China. Um, And so it could be a logistics problem or it could be literally now is just not a good time to release a game. And so we're going to wait. What do you guys think? I I think that we're going to see a lot of stuff starting to get uh, uh, delayed. And I think it, it has to do with all of those things. Yeah. I honestly, I'm real curious to see how the PS5 and Xbox turn out. I think I, I might, you know, I was going to, I've got that in, in our show notes. We're actually going to talk about that mm. next oh, um, okay. because I've got some thoughts on that too. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's kind of a, the only people I feel bad for in this case, like I don't care that The Last of Us 2 has been delayed. Like, I, yes, I want to play it, but I still haven't beat The Last of Us 1, so this just gives me a gives little little bit more space. Um, it's a game I want to play, and I'm excited about it, but I really don't care about delays because there's a million other games to play. Like, I have so many other games to play that that doesn't matter to me. But who I feel terrible for is this game originally was supposed to come out in, like, what, March? Like, I mean, originally it was supposed so to come last out in year. 2018. Yeah. But, I mean, I think there's been pretty solid release dates in 2019. There was a mm. a solid early 2020 release date, I want to say, like March-ish. Um, mm. And now it's been pushed back to, to May. And from what I understand, they have been in crunch mode for, like, a year. And delaying a game, delaying this game did not mean... 
that like, oh, hey, guys, you can chill out and work a little bit less because we've got some extra time. It was literally, no, it just made crunch time longer. So this is a company who said, like, I, I mostly I just dislike, I dislike the idea that a company was like, you need to work harder and harder and harder and harder and harder and harder to make this release date. Oh, but actually, release dates are completely arbitrary when we decide they are. You guys are done. It's fine. No worries. And I, to me, like, I dislike the idea that at any time they could have said, actually, we can release this in September. It'll be fine. Why don't you guys not murder yourself making this game? Um, but they can make that decision when it might affect their bottom line. And I don't, I don't care for that. So, yeah. anyway... Indefinitely is a weird. That is a weird. Uh, though, there was something else recently that was delayed indefinitely, and the person. It was a movie. It might have actually been one of the movies that uh, was supposed to like come out soon. Sure. And they said, "In oh, it was actually it was uh, the Marvel, the Black Widow one. Oh, sure, has been delayed indefinitely. It has a release date now, so, though." Yeah, and so I wonder if indefinitely is just kind of a, we'll get back to you on that. It's just weird. To, like it's the phrasing is weird to me. Like I would say, it's been released. It's it's been delayed. We don't have a new release date yet. Um, indefinitely, indefinitely sounds so like it's it's not that we don't have a new release date yet. It's just I don't know sometime. So apparently, yeah, that's what indefinitely. It's for an unspecified period of time. I get it. It just sounds really... It, it does. It sounds very much like you're never going to see like this. It's like ominous. <laughs> and I wonder if that's because in video games and stuff, when you hear like, hey, this game's been delayed indefinitely, it's often followed by like, and we moved all of the programmers onto another, <laughs> you know, project. And you go, oh, oh indefinitely. <laughs> and with, they're just using this indefinitely as a... I don't know. We're not sure when. In the Valley of when. the Gods has been delayed indefinitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> but all those yeah. people are working on Half-Life Alex now. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah. So I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know. Uh, give me your give me your bet on when uh, uh, Last of Us Two releases. I don't. Holiday. I would say earliest you're probably going to see it is. July, August. I'm gonna say somewhere in there. I'm gonna say August fifteenth. Choose a date. Me? Yes. Choose a date. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna actually go with let's see, when does their quarter <laughs> uh July thirty first would be the end of the next quarter. I'm gonna go with July fifteenth. <laughs> that is very cynical of you, Dylan. November twenty fourth. November twenty fourth. Good day. All right, we'll see. We'll we'll keep track. We won't keep track of this. Maybe someone will keep track of it for us. Uh, all right, bunches of Xbox Series X info straight from the mouth of Mister Phil Spencer. Um, if you didn't watch the Xbox Insider that aired yesterday, it was very strange because everybody was at home, um, and it is very interesting to see the different levels of internet quality of people that work at Xbox over throughout the world. <laughs> um, also, it appears that Phil Spencer has a desk and then a desk for his desk because he was talking into a headset that was very much at a desk, but there was another desk behind him. So, I don't know, the rich live weird lives. I, I just want, like, one of the guys just being, like, this, like, horrible, like, studio apartment. Like, the blinds, like, there's no blinds. It's just, like, a sheet with, like, 
tacks in it, there holding was, it up. There was a dude. With pizza boxes everywhere. <laughs> there was a guy, and he's like head of Xbox hardware programming, I think, um, that first of all has a, had a, a beard, a mustache. I don't know. That was like a handlebar mustache, but if you just like let it go, it was like a <laughs> foot long. <laughs> hey, do you know how hard it is to get mustache wax during the Rona cliff? <laughs> it did look kind of like actually like he might have an incredible like twirly mustache that he just didn't do that day, but it looked like he was on a webcam from like... Mm, maybe the late nineties, um, and the he was on the webcam originally used to check coffee status. It was probably actually just a like an original connect, <laughs> um, but it also the room he was in was like this kind of eerie blood red color. So and his 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 audio was always out of sync with his video. So you know it happens. Um, anyway, wait, Phil Spencer, this is actually taken from an interview with, um, Ryan McCaffrey at IGN. I believe he did one of his, he does a, a podcast where he interviews founders, which is, is pretty cool. If you ever want to listen to the wrong way to edit a podcast, listen to the Cliffy B one because IGN beeps out profanity and Cliffy B spouts profanity a lot. And so it literally is like just a constant choruses of like beep, beep. B. It was not good. Uh, Phil Spencer swears less. Uh, Phil Spencer regarding the PS5 launch. Um, this is the most shade I've ever heard Phil Spencer throw. I will definitely have respect for any platform team that's launching. It takes a lot of work. But I will say when we finally saw the public disclosure of the PS5, I felt even better about the choices we made on our platforms. And I kind of expected that I would. <laughs> I like that statement a lot. Um... Anyway, uh, regarding pricing of the Xbox Series X, we're getting incredible support from Microsoft. They are very linked into what our plans are, and we're going to make sure we stay agile on our pricing and that we have a good plan going to launch. And that's important because one of the things that really killed Microsoft in the uh, Xbox One launch is that PlayStation was able to undercut their price kind of at the last minute. Um, and so being able to look at... Um, the, what they're paying, what Sony's paying, what those prices are going to be is is good, probably for both systems, honestly, in that they will probably come out, I would guess, at price parity, um, where they will cost the same or very, very close to the same. And I think that's good for kind of the industry at large. So, um, And now, this is what Colby was talking about earlier, um, whether we think the PlayStation and the Xbox will actually launch on time. These are both holiday this year. Um Regarding that, uh, Phil Spencer says, uh, we haven't really started any kind of plan B. Um, we have nothing right now to say that we're going to make, and let's say, we have nothing right now that says we're not going to make the dates that we've been planning, but this is real-time stuff, and I'm going to put the safety and security of our teams at the top along with a quality product. I don't want to rush a product out if it's not ready. Um, you, re you really think they don't have a plan B? <laughs> like... And now they have a plan C and a plan D, D and a plan like, E. Like I love, I love when businesses are like, "Oh yeah, no, we don't, we have no other plan. This is just what's going to happen." I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> like this multi-billion-dollar launch, and they're just like, "I don't know, we're just, we're just winging Played it." it I think ear. we're good here. Yeah, like, <laughs> be fine. Um, I like personally, personally, I think that Xbox will make their launch date. Um, because I think Xbox will be willing to launch even if they don't have 
Assuming, let's okay, let's make the assumption that Xbox can get all of the parts they need to make the Xbox. Um, and from everything I've heard, that supply chain is pretty solid for the Xbox. Um, assuming they can make some amount of them, I think they will launch on time, even if it means that they don't have um, as many of them as they would like to sell. Um and I, I think that because Xbox has kind of been willing to do that in the past, they are not... Xbox isn't big right now in focusing on the number of hardware sales it has. They were... They kind of... With the Xbox One X, they were just like, yeah, we're going to sell some and we're going to see how it works. But it's not... We don't care how many we sell. We're happy to sell you an Xbox One S. We're happy to sell you an One X. We're happy to sell you this weird discless one we had. Um, I don't think that's a big concern for them. And so I think if they can make them they will sell them. Um, I, I don't, don't think, think that's true to. about, I don't think that's true about PlayStation. And I've heard that PlayStation supply chain is in way worse shape than Xboxes. that there are stuff they are having a hard time getting. I would guess that both their supply chains right now are, I mean, like most of the parts and stuff are going to come out of China and Mexico, both which right now the supply chain is screwy, pretty much dead. Yeah. So I being this close out or this close to it, I just see that this is going to be pushed back. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that this is going to last longer than I think you're going to see this go into May at the very earliest, most likely into June. And you're not going to have a supply chain up and running a hundred percent even at that point. Although, so, I mean, so I guess I guess you have to think of two things: is that first of all. Um, China is two months ahead of us in this. Like yeah. they're starting to go back to work at 50% as of, I think this Monday. But I mean, also think about the fact that like the, the switch was having a hard time because they couldn't get enough parts yeah. because that, you know, one company wasn't making yeah. it just, you know, it was all sorts of things. I just don't see it. I don't see it. It'll be out. really interesting to see. So like if I, I guess, again, I will guess that the PlayStation, the Xbox will make its date. I do not think the PlayStation will, although dates are who knows. Like, I guess yeah. let, let me let me put it this they, way. They haven't given yeah. us. a. I think the know. Xbox will release in 2020. I think the PlayStation 5 will launch in early 2021. Has this affected uh, like PC parts at all? I don't keep up with that scene. I, I was kind of curious, like graphics cards, have those gone up in price or you anything know, like that? The only thing I'm aware of is um, webcams. Like you cannot buy oh, a yeah, webcam no. right now to save your damn I know, life. I found I've, that out yesterday. I've got an extra like, one. No way. Anyone want it? The one I'm that I'm a, using right now is a, is a Logitech 922, and they're currently selling used for about $300 on eBay. I am... So tempted because I know I have an extra one at the office. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, man, I actually you, we should talk about that, Dylan, because the reason I looked at webcam prices is because someone at the office needs one. <laughs> so yeah, um, let's well, say yeah, same thing. Like well, one of my roommates, uh, they need one for their class. I'm like, oh, you can borrow mine if you need to for now. Yeah. but I wish I would have known because I had an extra one at the yeah. office. So if someone needs one, yeah. I've got one just sitting in a box. I don't know what kind it is. <laughs> um, I have this this old Microsoft one right here. Do you think I could sell that? <laughs> it's literally just yes. sitting on my desk. It's a have fun Microsoft LifeCam HD three thousand. Have fun getting a thermometer as well. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. We've also found that out. 
I almost bought one the other day, and I didn't. So. My favorite thing is the discourse on Twitter of like, well, why don't you adults already have a thermometer? I'm like, I'm 37 years old. I bought one like two months ago because my kid got sick. I, didn't, I wouldn't I have a thermometer. I haven't used a thermometer yeah. since I was like 12. Yeah. I'm like, I've got a fever. Okay. I... <laughs> Is what you need is more cowbell? More cowbell. Yeah. That that sketch is 20 years old this oh, week. How exciting. I feel so old. <laughs> or maybe maybe last week it was 20 years old. I, uh, I think the thing about thermometers is like I own a like digital thermometer, but I want one of those ones that I can just touch to my forehead. <laughs> I've got one. Does it work? Um, I would just stick with a normal thermometer. Then I've got I, a thermometer. I'm good to go. Uh, do you want one of the ones that's like the IR that you hold next to your head no. or the ones that you roll? The one of the roll ones, I think. I've got one. I don't think it works fantastically well. Hmm. Um, you get very different readings every time you do it. Can I buy one um, that I would use for checking the temperature of food and my forehead? Like, will those? Yes. Excellent. I'm in. Um, the, the, the IR ones that you hold close to your head, I've heard are good, but they're also problematic in that like, oh, you hold it a, a half an inch away from your head. Well, if it's three fourths of an inch away from your head, you get a different reading. Hmm. If it's an inch from your head, you get a different reading. So maybe, I mean, maybe if you buy a more expensive one, but maybe I'll just never leave my house again. I think that's, or you've just got a thermometer you put under your tongue and you're a big boy and you can probably hold it there until it beeps. Well, I use mine rectally. Oh, well, I mean, as long as you wash it's it off. It's way easier. It's way, it's way easier. <laughs> I, I can't... <laughs> uh, we're not going to go with that. We're, we, I'm not going to go down that path. Um, when do you think the Xbox and PlayStation are coming out, Dylan? November 24th. Excellent choices, man. Excellent choices. It's going to be a pack-in with uh, The Last of Us. <laughs> you buy... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Sea of Thieves. I did a very, very poor tease of this earlier. <laughs> Go me. It's coming to Steam. Sea of Thieves. Uh, going to, coming to Steam. There is not a release day as of yet, but it does have a Steam store page. The good news, as released in the in Xbox Insider yesterday, is that if you buy it on Steam, you will be able to cross-play with people that own the Windows version of it and people that have the Xbox version of it. So if for some reason, you're like, I don't know, the only thing holding me back from playing Sea of Thieves is uh, Steam. I don't, I don't know what that voice was. I apologize. Um, <laughs> like your solid snake? <laughs> you'll be able to play it soon. So that that's cool. Um, also, they're getting cats. And I oh, really, yeah. really, really want at they're least... so cute. One of the cats has an eye patch, and I love it. And the other one looks a ton like the captain from um, Treasure Planet if she was a cat, not like an anthropomorphic cat. And I also want that one. So... Anyway, yeah, there's there's some they're doing a big update too. So like I said, watch the Xbox Insider yesterday. yesterday. It'll it'll give you more information than I will. Uh, that was an amazing teaser followed up by an amazing segment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's on Steam. Watch watch the thing. It'll tell I you can't stuff. do everything, Colby. I watched it. It was great. Uh so for the eight people that are super into Bethesda and hey, Dad. Fallout seventy six. Hey Dad. Um <laughs> I like to think that my dad will be the last person on this planet playing Fallout 76. He's just waiting until all the rest of the people go away so he can play Fallout 5, essentially. It's, 
it's so weird. Every time I talk to him, though, he loves the game and is still playing it. And we, Colby and I see him log in almost every Saturday and Sunday morning, hop into Fallout. Um, everyone's fun thinking, like, maybe we should go play with him. But it just seems like, I don't think he wants us there either. I think he just wants to play by himself. He pays the $100 a year or whatever so he can play by himself. So anyway, if uh, you own a copy on the PC and have bought it through Bethesda.net between, well, actually before April 12th. So you don't have a lot of time. Today's what, the 8th? Uh, yeah. and this podcast will actually go up on the ninth, so you have kind of like through the weekend, go to uh, Steam and link your Steam and Bethesda accounts, and you will get a free copy of the game on Steam for free. And I don't know why that would particularly matter. Um, I guess if you like the Steam launcher better than the Bethesda net launcher, whatever, you can get a free copy there, so cool. Um, if you take your game over to Steam, you will not be able to take your Atoms, which is the game currency, um, you won't be able to take your Fallout First subscription with you either, which is the let you play on your own server subscription. Um, and Adam's move, earn after the move will only be able to be used on the platform you earned them on. So if you go from Bethesda to Steam and then earn Adam's in Steam, you can't take those back to Bethesda net either. Um, any items you buy in the in-game in store will be usable both on Steam and your Bethesda account, which is nice. So your items will sync. Um, and all of your game's progress will carry over too. So I guess I like, I don't, unless the, the steam people can't play with the Bethesda net people, which I guess is a possibility. I don't exactly understand this, but either way, I guess best of both worlds. But the, the cool part is, is if you're getting it in either place, so either you're buying it on steam or you're bringing your Bethesda net copy over to steam, um, from April 14th until April 28th, if it happens in there, you can get a copy of the Fallout Classic Collection, which gives you Fallout 1, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics for free on Steam. So if you don't have copies of those already, uh, you can play some old school, weird turn-based Fallout games. Yay? Yay! All right, you can stop yay. listening, no doubt. Um, Amazon. Um, do you guys remember that Amazon has a gaming studio? Because I... Yes. Remember that vaguely. <laughs> they do. Uh, did you know that Amazon has their own, uh, like, video game framework, like Unity or yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal? It's called Lumberyard, which I think is a really... Oh, I think that was the episode Adam and I did. That's why I'm like, why aren't you remembering we talked about this? And it was Adam and I that talked yeah, about it. Yeah, so it's it's called Lumberyard. It's a fork of the CryEngine engine, I think. So, anyway... Um, Amazon's been talking about making video games for like years, years and years. They they had like a hero shooter that was coming out and they kind of scrapped it. Um, anyway, they have two games coming out next month, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like nothing, 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 nothing. Two games next month. One's called Crucible. It is a sci-fi player versus player shooter. Um, it's coming out, I, I don't think it has a release date, just May. Um, but what's weird is, like, there's no description about it whatsoever. It's just, it's a PvP shooter. Um, the, the game description as of right now is a fight for survival and control. Not only will you be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with your fellow competitors, but you'll have to adapt and overcome all the challenges the planet itself throws your way. You and your teammates will need to work together to take down alien creatures, capture objectives, and pursue your opponents in search of victory. Apparently, it's like... A shooter, but it also is going to have like some MMO com or uh, yeah, uh, no. What's the what's the thing I'm looking for? Um, like uh, League of Legends. What are those called? 
MOBA. MOBA. Uh, it's got like some MOBA stuff in it too. There's like, and it's got heroes and I don't know. It sounds weird and it seems really unlikely that a game that nobody knows what it's about in April is going to come out in May and be super successful. <laughs> but hey, who, who, what do I know? Maybe it's free to play. Maybe it'll be free to play. Um, they're also releasing an actual MMO called uh, New World <laughs> in May. It's coming out possibly May 26th. That's the date as of now. Um, it has servers with up to a thousand people in it. It's forty dollars, and there's no monthly fee. And in theory, there might be a beta this month. So that one has a little more information in it. But it it just like it's a, it's set in a fantasy setting, except that you'll have guns potentially, <laughs> and magic and swords. And I don't. Is there room in this world for another MMO? I mean. That's what I've always kind of wondered, especially a pay one. Like, I think that they actually, I think they would have done better if they just made it a free-to-play with... Cosmetics and like, stuff? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I don't... Because, I mean, other than, like, WoW and what other big MMO, Final Fantasy fourteen, Final Fantasy fourteen and Elder Scrolls Online and... Um, Oh shoot! It's I, I'm I'm blanking on the name. It's the one that you. It's the one that actually uses this model where you buy the game and then you. There's no monthly fees. Um, it's made locally to here too, and I cannot remember the name of it offhand. Um, they're in the second version of it. I've played it. It's fun. Anyway, that one. I just. It seems like, like maybe, going free to play. Right. Doing cosmetics would be a better idea. I think the thing is, I hate watching any MMO come out and they're like, hey, here's our, our model. And then six months later, they're like, oh, and here's our free-to-play model. It's like, why? I understand the expectation of things. I understand that you probably don't want to go straight to the, hey, our MMO didn't really work out like we thought it would plan. But at the same time, it seems to be life. So, yeah. whatever. Um, apparently, on top of both of these games, uh, Amazon is also going to release a game streaming platform in the, like, kind of uh, realms of Project X Cloud and uh, Stadia. Stadia, by the way, has a two-month free trial, apparently, now. So, if you want to try Stadia out, you can do it for two months for free. Um but it's called Project Tempo, and apparently they're going to launch it this year. Maybe, or maybe next year. Who knows? Um, the, the, the Rona is affecting Project Temple or Project Tempo, but apparently it's going to have like really tight Twitch integration because they also own Twitch. Um, and so you'll be able to do things like join games that other people are playing in real time kind of stuff. So interesting, but I don't know. I think it's weird that Amazon is trying to make video games, but maybe they'll be great. Like it seems like Amazon could just buy like a giant game studio. Right. Sony. Yeah. I don't know. It's really strange right. to me, but they got plans. They got plans. Uh, speaking of... This is, why, this is why you shouldn't have billions of dollars. I'm like, they should just buy Sony. It'd be so much easier than like starting so their own easier. stuff. So much easier. Uh, speaking of streaming, uh, Mixer just gave 100 bucks to every single person who's a partner on that platform. Just Damn like, it. here you go. Here's $100. And didn't announce it didn't really do any PR around it it was like the only people the only reason people really know it's happening is because a bunch of streamers went on Twitter and stuff and were like oh my god thank you for the hundred dollars so 
you know, hmm. sure they're worth two, you know, a trillion dollars and can probably afford a hundred bucks to a handful of <laughs> partners and stuff. But I'm I'm not going to fault them for giving out money to some folks who probably can use it. I just wish when giant companies gave out that money, they just yelled "Here, peasants." <laughs> But. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe they pushed a button. They gave a hundred dollars all the mixer mixer things, and you know, Jeeves, bring me over the here peasants button. <laughs> Bill, I want to press it. Bill Gates did a you know like Mr. Burns kind of thing. <laughs> all right. Uh, so finally, rounding out our news for this week. Um, do you remember? Maybe you don't. Who knows? I said a couple <laughs> weeks ago when Saints Row do you remember? three or four came out on the Nintendo Switch, and I said, "Like, man, if you can play that game anywhere but on the Nintendo Switch, you should." And apparently, the right place to play it now will be on May twenty second on the Xbox and the PlayStation and PC because they are releasing a remastered version of uh, Saints Row three. Um, I think Saints Row Three is the second best game in that uh, that trilogy or that it, quadrology. Is that the right word? Is it a wackadoo one or is it? It's more serious. It's like so half wackadoo. Yeah, it's half like half wackadoo. So like like two is a pretty serious. I'm in a gang game, uh-huh. and four is the one where you're president and you get yeah. superhero <laughs> powers. Three. <laughs> there's an Aerosmith song playing as you jump from a space station i think I think it's actually an alien spaceship yeah i mean yeah and save yeah anyway so like three kind of bridges the gap between <laughs> it was the last one that made a lick of sense yeah i even just one lick i preferred four personally but i also played four before i played three and they share an a hundred percent exact map so I don't know. Maybe maybe three is fine too. I mean, it wasn't not fun. I I enjoyed three. Uh, anyway, this is going to come out like I said, May twenty second. It's going to include thirty pieces of DLC. There's a lot of DLC for that game. Apparently, um, it's been given a visual upgrade. There's new weapon models, car models, lighting, and all sorts of other stuff. The only thing I've heard negative about it, and this is really only matters if you care about such things is on the Xbox and PlayStation. It is locked at 30 frames a second. Um, I know, I know it's okay. What is it on the switch? Can I play it, it at 60? I do not believe the remaster is coming to the switch. Um, <laughs> oh. I could be wrong though. Uh, I think it's just PS4, Xbox one and PC on the PC. There is a higher frame rate though. Thank God for the PC master race. <laughs> so uh, play like if you haven't played this game, it's it's stupid and like I don't know if they could actually make this game today. I'll be completely honest, but it's a it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So give it a go, Dylan. Do your other job. Hey, yo, Vinny. What are you doing? How you doing, Vinny? How's how's? Vin- he's stuck at home. He's just like the rest of he's us. He's stuck at home. He's but you know, unlike the rest of us, he's having to go to school via Zoom meetings, which yeah, sounds, sounds terrible. Not- <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think mostly just because you're stuck in like I was talking to him earlier actually, and it was like you spend twenty hours a day in your bedroom. Yep, because you're doing school, and then God, all you can do is amazing. play video games. But it's like it's amazing until you realize you're just like doing everything in the same room. Yeah. Like it's one thing if you can like yeah. go outside for a minute or like go to the kitchen or. <laughs> Dylan Uh, apparently doesn't know about Colby from the age of 17 to 30. (laughs) Yeah, I I think everyone deals with uh, 
this in a different way, and it's it's yeah. okay. It's, <laughs> this is again Colby's time to shine. <laughs> um. So so speaking of Zoom meetings, I need your I need your opinion on something, Dylan. Um, Dylan and I were in a Zoom meeting last week uh, for one of the radio stations we work for, and one of our coworkers, for reasons that I still don't know the answer to, showed up to a Zoom meeting where he's working at home wearing a suit coat. Um, <laughs> and it was awesome. And I can't decide if it was just like you know, like some people, like I when I work from home, I have to be, uh, I have to really stay on a schedule. I wake up early, I get dressed every day. Like I'm wearing shorts, but I'm wearing clothes. Like I'm not hanging out in sweatpants. I'm not wearing my pajamas. I get dressed every day, and I, I like kind of keep that schedule. And so I'm wondering if that was just his thing, where he, uh, you know, that's I want to get up and look professional, Night. but yeah. he only wears a suit coat to the office, maybe. Five percent of the time. So mm. the question for you, Dylan, is: We've got that same meeting tomorrow. Should I wear a suit coat? I'll wear one. Sweet. Let's all show up in suit coats. I'm in. Done. Okay. I I'm what also going to be wearing shorts, for? but oh yeah, I won't have pants on. But I don't know how you can do this, but I need you to find a toupee within the next like ten hours and just wear it to the Zoom meeting. That would be but pretty funny. Not bring up anything about it i don't know if i even... like that would be that would be the greatest thing with people working from home i can't do it because i have to go into work do you have but like just a like, wig or something just at the end of this quarantine just going in wearing a toupee pretending like you grew your hair oh out God. just telling everyone that you grew your hair out i should dye my goatee like my goatee's real gray i should i should uh just for a minute yeah. You have a full head of chin. A full head of chin. I will have to see if I have a... I don't know if I have any fake wigs. I might, but if I do, they're probably like novelty. Like, I probably have like a green one. <laughs> I'll look. Anyway, suit coat's on tomorrow, Dylan. Suit up. Anyway, Vinny, uh, <laughs> back to you. What game do you really want to like and ended up not liking at all? Not liking at all. Yeah, so like a game that you were hyped for and then kind of kind of went sour on it. I probably... Borderlands 3? Yeah. Like, I really, really wanted to like that game and just kind of felt meh about it and then tried to replay it again and still felt kind of meh. Um... I'll probably get some sort of nerd rage, but I didn't think Shadow of Colossus was all that great. Absolutely. Yeah. I really wanted to like that. I kept hearing about yeah. how amazing I, it was. I only watched that being played, but I feel kind of the same way. I just It was probably really cool on PS2. I played it on PS2. <laughs> I think you really had to... I think you really had to be into the like existential... I don't want to say you had to make your own story in that, but you had to, you had to be willing to put up with the like conceit of the game long enough to get to the story. Like, like the the entire, I think the problem is the entire concept behind that game is I kill giant monsters and feel bad about it. But the problem is, is like I felt bad after killing four giant monsters. I didn't need to kill. 16 <laughs> giant monsters or however many like I got I think there's 15 or 16 or 14 
No, I thought it was less than I don't that. I thought it was nine. I think so. Because I killed like six or seven of them and then just said like, I am, I'm done. Like, I feel bad about doing them. I know there's a story around feeling bad about doing this, but I don't care enough about feeling bad about it. Uh, 16. Yeah. Is there, is there any redemption in that? No. Either? From what I understand. That, no. That's terrible. Yeah. It is like a, I, like, I want to say it's like a monkey paw kind of ending, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you're trying to bring back your girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. And you're supposed to be killing the. I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't know I, what the ending is because by the time I got through seven or eight of them, I didn't care anymore. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I really wanted to like that game. Just couldn't. I don't know. I think I I played it on the PlayStation Two, but I played it a little bit later. Um, and I think by that time, like the controls were bad, and I just didn't. I it. I know it's supposed to feel empty and you know kind mm. of thing, but it's just so. It's like I don't want to say it's I don't want to say it's too intellectual because that's not the right thing but it feels it feels it maybe it's pretentious is pretentious the right word Yeah yeah it feels like like I want you to think about this video game I'm like cool which again might have been cool on the PS2 yeah. but I think we've come a long way of that There are games that particular there are games that I have thought a lot more about than that one you know um Mhm like I, I guess the thing is, is like Tacoma made me think about a lot of things, and it was only three or four hours long. Like I still yeah. think about Tacoma. Like every once in a while, I hear something, I'm like, ah, Tacoma, and and I say it just like that. I'm such a dick. Um, just like you ah, overhear someone, Tacoma. and you're just like, ah, Tacoma. <laughs> but uh, I, I've never thought about. I've never thought about that game this way. So. I don't know. I would. I like Doom. Twenty sixteen was that way for me, um, and like I've Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh my god, Breath it. of the Wild. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, maybe we're just bad gamers. Maybe that's the problem. It could, eh, whatever. Whatever, Dylan. What? What are you? What do you hate? I guess I'd have to pick. A, I just had it. Cause like. Immediately, I go to, like, Breath of the Wild, but it's not that I don't like Breath of the Wild. I like a lot of things about it, but there's a couple of things that make it unplayable. So I don't think that's exactly the right answer. But the game I was going to actually pick is No Man's Sky. Oh, sure. I think a lot of people... Which I like the idea of No Man's Sky, but I don't think there's anything for me in that game. Like, I just played it. I'm like, what am I doing? It's so weird to me that, like, you'll play Animal Crossing but not No Man's Sky when they, to me, are yeah. identical. <laughs> yeah. So and that's the thing. I really, I love No Man's Sky, but Animal Crossing, like, I enjoy it, but yeah. I... I think they were way different. Like, yeah. No Man's... Like, the, the I, I get why No Man's Sky is appealing because, like, I get the huge sandbox appeal and you're literally discovering things, but it's actually not interesting at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I walked around, I'm like, okay... That I, I, do, I literally do not care about anything in that game. Like, it's just... Because it wasn't... I don't know. It was, was not very interesting. Like, this discovering species or whatever. It's like, I don't I don't know if I actually care about that. Because, like, you could tell me that I discovered it. 
and it probably would have a cooler effect because they actually probably designed something really neat instead of having this like procedural alien that I, species that I'm like, hey, that's cool, but it's actually not because it's like a monkey with a baboon on its head, and I'm like, that's not actually cool. Like, I don't uh, care because random isn't always the best. I see. And with with No Man's Sky, I would have been a lot happier if it had been random, but it wasn't as procedurally generated as I think that they, they would have liked it to yeah. be because. I played it for, I put like 55 hours into it, I think. And for the first 15, I was like, this is amazing. And then once I got a little bit farther into it, I'm like, this is a lot of stuff that I've already yeah. seen. Yeah. You know, I played it for two hours and one minute, which yeah. was one minute too long to get my refund on Steam. And I was very <laughs> upset. Um, you know what game fits this perfectly, Dylan? I think you will agree with me. Yeah. Agents of Mayhem. See, I I like to think I could pick that, but I bugged out. I literally could not play the game. It was because of a bug. Because I I literally could not get any farther in the oh. game, so I can't actually make a good. I can't make a good review of it. I like the review is to TBD. So sure, fair, even though maybe it wasn't good. I have a feeling that unlocking different characters in the future, I would have enjoyed it more than I was. I played it enough like to do I that. Might have been a. It might have been a six for me. I don't ah, know because there's there was stuff I liked about it, and it, it felt like Saints Row, which is okay because Saints Row feels good, but it was literally unplayable. For I was me, so, so bored by that game. My God, I was bored by that game. <sighs> All right, uh, next up, question from Mister Polite. Here's a, a series of questions. Uh, so rapid fire ish. Would you rather have a horrible long term memory or horrible short term memory? I don't know, because my memory already is so wackadoo that, like, I have both an incredibly good long-term and incredibly good short-term memory, as well as an incredibly bad long-term and incredibly... So I was actually going to tell you a story at the first of this podcast, but I'll, I noticed this and I'll save it. So I just got through all 22 movies of the Marvel yeah, Cinematic yeah. Universe with my wife, because she'd only seen a couple, and I'm like, let's watch them. I watched Thor last night. It, Love that movie. Love yeah, Ragnarok. which one? Ragnarok. Oh yeah, it's a great one. Um, so we got to uh the end game. Sure. And she's like, I've seen this one. I'm like, Yeah, we saw this one. She's like, and we watched it for about a half hour. She's like, I never saw this movie. Or no, I'm sorry, it was uh Infinity. What's the one before Endgame? I don't know. I can't keep track of it. Yeah. But uh she's like, right, we saw this? I'm like, Yeah, no, we saw this. She's like, No, we didn't see this. I'm like, Okay, so we literally saw this on my birthday at a 11:35 showing. We saw it at the Valley Fair Mall like uh, theater. We went to the nerd store beforehand um, because we had to kill some time. I was wearing my Star Wars Yoda shirt <laughs> because it was you know May the Fourth. And then after we got out of the movie, we went to Logan to go to the Anniversary Inn where we ate at the Copper you know whatever thing. She's like. No, I don't think we saw this. I'm like, <laughs> literally, I just told you our entire day, and you're going with a, mm, nah, no, I don't happen. think. Yeah. It's like, Hilarious. you you made that up pretty quickly. Like, I And maybe everyone just has that memory, and it's not as rare as you think, but that is exactly how my brain works, too, mm-hmm. where I remember just the most minute details of things. But also, Colby all the time will go like, I'm like, I really want to watch that movie. And Colby's like, you've seen that movie. I'm like, I have never seen this movie. He's like, no, you absolutely saw this movie at my house doing this. I'm like, 
I don't think that's true. Um, <laughs> Anytime you or mom tell me, like, I don't think that's right, I'm like, you're questioning me on whether or yeah. not you've seen a movie. Like, it's, but like, but that's the same way as I am. Is I remember distinct situations where things happen, but like, I can't remember about eighty percent of my childhood. It's just like yeah. this blank. <laughs> like any any time before I was about eighteen is just kind of like wiggly, and which is only weird to me because like I know people like my grandpa was this way, um, where he would he would tell us stories about very, very specific things um, about, you know, where he grew up doing something X, Y, Z on this street, on this year. And either he was just like a great, well, he was not a great storyteller really. So, um, but he was also really analytically, he was an accountant. And so I wonder if it was just like his brain stored things different than my brain stores things. And so the answer, Mr. Plight is, why not both? Why not have <laughs> terrible long and short-term memory? Can, can I just have my brain work in not such a weird way that, like, I can do, like, basic math but not remember, like, what episode a Simpsons yeah. season is in and the name of it? Like, that'd be yeah. cool. Like, it's great to have an encyclopedic knowledge of, like, classic rock artists from the 60s and 70s. But sometimes it would also be nice to be able to remember, like, people's names. People's names would be a cool thing to be able to remember. Like people's names that were in a specific band is less helpful than coworkers than the people I work with. <laughs> How about you, Dylan? Long or short term? Which you losing? I don't know. Do you have? A, do, you like have do you have good long or short term memory? I have a great memory in general. Um, I can remember weird details. I'm also like I'm the person that wonders like, do other people have really bad memories? Because like. I know who you are and we're standing next to each other and we're not acknowledging each other. And like, I went to high school with you <laughs> and I just don't talk to them because I assume they just don't remember who I am or anything. And I have every reason to believe that we should know who each other are, but I just pretend I don't know them. So I often pretend that I don't remember things. <laughs> I, um, that's one thing I'm very good at is I rarely forget people's faces. I will never know their name, but I will remember mm-hmm. their faces until the day I die. So... Uh, all right. Uh, next question from Mr. Plight. Would you rather never use a touchscreen or never use a keyboard and mouse? That's tough because I so think touchscreens are the future. And they're so nice in bed when you're just like flipping through your iPad. But I hate, hate, hate typing on them. Hate oh, absolutely. But I think, on them. I think that's just how it's going to have to be. Will we, can, can we have a hologram keyboard in the future? No, because I really like the like tactile feedback of like i i do too my favorite part about owning a mac is that when people text me i can reply from my mac (laughs) and i don't have to type on an iphone keyboard like i i'm an i'm an okay typist on a keyboard like i'm not amazing i probably type 30 or 40 words a minute but man you put me on a on a phone and it goes to about 10 and you put me on an ipad and it goes to about three yeah so i think i would I would get rid of touchscreens. I, I think, think I would actually. too. And I never want a touch. Like all of our coworkers have touchscreen laptops. So you can oh, like no, poke it's... your laptop and every time they do uh. it, I'm like, why don't. Uh. So yeah, I think I'm going to get rid of touchscreens and just keyboard mouse it forever. I honestly think I would prefer that life yeah. to the one I have now having both just because it would be less options. And there's just too many options today. So I don't need a desktop, a laptop, an iPad, another iPad, another iPad, and an iPhone. 
Like I don't, I don't need all these devices, even though they have their. They have Although, their man, I, that's a. Mm. Now that I think about it, that means I would not have an iPhone at all. Like, be, right. I, mm. Now, at least not in its current iteration. I'm just gonna have to hate typing for the rest of my life, and mm-hmm. and use a touchscreen because I can't not have a phone. That's why it's hey, a good question. It's because you had you'd have to give up your touchscreen. Hey, Cliff, what does your messenger say? My messenger says, "Hey, Cliff, I it didn't switch very fast. I'm typing this on my phone because I'm really good at it. I might actually type faster on a touchscreen. Do you really?" I type pretty fast on uh, touchscreen. I'm not. I like. I have a computer. Yeah. I so very rarely use it that like, I could easily just go yeah, to a touchscreen. I sit on a computer. I'd have a problem. I would hate writing a long form. Anything. Just writing a book. Any- trying to sit down and write oh. a book or a script or something with a. Any time I'm uh, in, uh, like Discord or anything, I'm always on yeah. the phone. That's a terrible question. I don't like that question at all. Um, he has two more. Would you rather live on the beach or live in a cabin? Cabin. Cabin. Beach. What'd you call and me? I called you a beach. <laughs> I love the water. Like I don't want to swim in it. Like I don't have any interest in going into it. But I love, I love the sound of the ocean. I love it the critters. Nice that live in the ocean. I like there's I, the cabin is not a bad second choice. Um, but I love, love being on the water. So what about yeah. a cabin on the beach? Yeah, that'd be all right too. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> fine. Uh, second, I have not seen either of these, so I don't know if I can actually make a decision. Uh, and I, I, I can't decide if the question is, is do I want to watch one or the other? Or do I want to like be a part of one or the other, uh, making a murderer or tiger <laughs> King. I think I once you've seen both, you can answer the question. Yeah. But yeah. I've only seen Making a Murderer. I but have I, I two really, episodes of Tiger King left. What do you think? And I really want to watch that. It's a very hard question because I don't know how I'm supposed to answer it. I, there, I think I've what's never, your favorite? That's, I, don't, I don't know how to answer it because Making a Murderer is the most frustrating thing I've ever watched. Um and I've watched the first season, I've watched the second season, and then I read a book about this case or whatever. And I, I don't, I am not the, I don't have the credentials or the knowledge of the case entirely to know whether or not this person's guilty or not, which is sure. pretty much the premise. And the, the, the show does, I don't think, it's obviously more in favor that he is uh-huh. innocent then it isn't but it's not it's not the most strong arm bias thing i've ever watched it's it seems pretty neutral and it seems biased i think because there was so much incompetence going on and that's why the bias exists is because and it's exactly why it's frustrating it's because there is no way that this person should be in prison yeah be that's- just based on how it happened like he might be guilty, but he should not be in prison based on how things went. It is so crazy. That's how I how I felt after uh, listening to Serial. Yeah, exactly. Is that, That's what I, was uh, say. I think my the my the favorite thing that I learned from Serial is after listening, I'm like, this is this is bonkers. Why is this person you know kind of thing? And then I read like a like thing from a lawyer who was like oh no that's like a slam dunk case like that you know i would kill to have every single one of my cases be that like cut and dry i'm like oh our systems just 
horribly yeah. broken, I guess. I, I've, yeah. but go ahead. The, the, uh, the, with the making a murder, the thing that, uh, that bugs me more than what's the main guy's name? Ted. Stephen Avery. Steve Avery, like, I think the thing that bugs me more, like, he most likely did it, like, there's a pretty good chance, but, like, Brandon Massey, is that Gassy, his name? his Death? nephew, yeah, that's, like, oh, it's not only is, yeah, not only is, like, did he have nothing to do with it, but, like, they're pretty much like, yeah, he had nothing to do with it, we should let him out of prison, and then they're like, or not, like, we can just not do that, and it's like, oh, 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 right, back to that whole yeah. system yeah. being completely broken yeah. and he was supposed to get out and then they because uh-huh. the I, judge... I occasionally just just google and see what's happening and he was supposed to be out recently and they just didn't let him out yeah. it's like this is a special needs kid who has uh-huh. who literally should not be there and it's so terrible what was <laughs> that done was to like him. 16 it's... and questioned without a lawyer oh. yeah like... and it's like how does that even like and that that's why it's so frustrating so you like watch the first season and i'm yelling at the tv you watch the second season and it's somehow more frustrating <laughs> and then you read the book and you're like i you have to just like stop and like walk away from it because it's that frustrating um and it in you the book definitely had a way more detail and stuff than the show was able to do which really starts to make you question if he is really guilty or not because it's like they actually are able to show you some things of like oh there's alternatives to what's going on which they kind of hint at in the second season of the show but when you actually get some details you're like man if they would have gone down that road (laughs) 12 years ago there was a chance but now it's there's literally no chance of them ever so it at some point they have to find a piece of evidence that makes him not guilty well, rather than I actually was, getting the right person in jail for it or whatever. I was listening to a podcast today, or not today, it was sometime this week, and they were talking about uh, like a guy who was wrongfully imprisoned. And at his first case, the the his lawyers actually held back, not like held back evidence, but didn't go with like alternative theories because essentially they thought if he goes to prison, we need to have these alternative theories to get him so out. that we can bring them up. So that because if you bring them up in the first thing, they're not eligible in the second one. I'm like, right, because they've already been ruled out. <laughs> it's such a game. Uh-huh. But anyway, Tiger King is not as frustrating, but it's crazy. Yeah. So compare Tiger um, King to Lost in Plain Sight. Abducted, Abducted in Plain Sight is closer to is closer to making a murderer. Interesting. In that it's frustrating. But it's all actually that's probably probably pretty in between because it's crazy unbelievable. <laughs> but frustrating but it's at the very same time. frustrating. Um this show is crazy because one, you have no idea that there's this weird big cat underworld where there's all these cults that because they're literally cults, and that's the show lines up these people who basically have private zoos with big cats and they portray how they are all cults and then there's this carol baskins lady who is the big cat rescue lady so she's supposed to be the good big cat person who rescues all the big cats but she is also a cult (laughs) like she is just as guilty of everything as all these bad guys is as the bad guys are in the show but she's actually i think worse but then there's a big twist that i think we all know the big twist that her husband 
disappeared. <laughs> but then the one really frustrating moment of that show is somehow if you're someone's wife, you can break in and steal their will and change it after they've been missing. Makes sense. And that's not in question at all. I And somehow you get away with that. I need to watch this show. I I will say I have not seen either of them, but watching Serial made me lose the very small thread of hope I had for the criminal justice yeah. system and just like made me like, I don't believe it. It's all fake. Yeah. So I need to watch The Wire too, watch maybe. watch Tiger King. I, the Wire? Tiger King is less frustrating, so it it's not so much about hope or not. That's the one really frustrating thing. The other stuff is just crazy. Interesting. Uh-huh. Now the reason you uh, the reason you watch The Wire is because it's like set in the same place as Serial was. So. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Baltimore. <sighs> and it's really and good. it's really good well, for the most yeah. part. All right, uh, there's that's all right. I'll just watch the first season. Uh, Island six seasons really good. Maybe I'll just watch all of it. It's quarantine time. Mm-hmm. I got. I think the second season's the one where it kind of went like, meh, it's where they go to the docks. It's not as good. It's still pretty good. You know though. what I watched this week? Hot Fuzz. Was it, it Breaking Bad? I watched oh, Hot Fuzz. It was, it was not so Breaking good. Bad. I love that movie. Uh, Island Cookie, which sounds delicious, wants to know what board game would you and your quarantine crew be actually sucked into and play to finish? Imagine something along the lines of Jumanji. So I don't know if we're supposed to imagine a fake board game. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally be that last fat rhinoceros in Jumanji <laughs> constantly. Um, I think the obvious answer for this is Gloomhaven. Yeah, Gloomhaven's a good choice. I I really enjoy Gloomhaven, and the people I play it with are kind of not like super hot on it. <laughs> so yeah. that's a I mean that's a hard game to just introduce to people though. So I get that. Yeah, like people who don't really play games or don't play board games. There's and there's a lot of checkboxes you have to hit, I think, to do extended play of that versus other I, things. I think the secret, honestly, to Gloomhaven is that you have to play it incredibly regularly. Um, like, yeah. you have to be playing that game once a week. Because otherwise, every time you, like, start it up, there's this big, like, how the hell does this game work again? And yeah. <laughs> you forget everything. I started using Gloomhaven Helper, though, and that ga- that is amazing. Like, I cannot recommend that more. It was terrific to, to use that, so... Um, yeah, Gloomhaven would be good. Honestly, other board games are not good for me because I'm a rules Nazi, and so people hate playing board games with me. So yeah. the, the, the well, good news about Gloomhaven is there's so many rules that I can't remember all of them. So oh yeah, yeah I, I can I can be a little. It's also cooperative too. Yeah, I can play fast so and with it's, Gloomhaven. Um, but we have been playing a lot. Not necessarily this week because half of the household has been kind of sick under the weather, but we were playing D&D like three to four nights a week because there's nothing else to do, and it's fantastic, Um, but I think everyone's starting to feel on the up and up, so we're probably going to get back at that, which is great. That game never ends, but you just keep keep playing it forever. My buddy that's living with me, apparently... Uh, he's going to bring down his D&D books next week. So he, he goes home for the weekends and lives here during the week. Mm-hmm. And we might try and do a little D&D. Because my kid really wants to play it. Um, yeah. It was bad timing with this quarantine. Terrible timing. We were kind of talking <laughs> we about so doing close. it again. And... Um, he really wants to play it. And I think he, he thinks it'll be uh, less tedious maybe than Gloomhaven. So I guess we'll see. Oh, yeah. Oh, significantly. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's funny because Gloomhaven does a lot for people who don't want to role play, except I think what people really want to do is just play D&D and they'll realize that they'd prefer that. But it does take effort because you do need someone to master yeah. your game, which is kind of a large undertaking. But I'm someone who loves doing that. Yeah. So um, it's it's not a problem for anyone who wants to play. With I'll be honest. What I really want is something that's probably a little closer to the mix between the two, like a, mm-hmm. a Gloomhaven that is just a little, just a little less. Um, there's just so many cards and so many status things and so many, it's, it's a little complicated. So uh, what, mm-hmm. uh, what quarantine game are you going to play with a three-year-old call? <laughs> the only board game I have in my house, cause I don't really like board games is Candyland. So I guess that one. Ow. That's, Ow. that's not great. It's not great. Um, good luck. All right. Princess Megan finally wants to know what is your favorite food? And if she, yeah, I was going to say, if she'd met me in real life, she'd know the answer was all the foods except fish. Fish is disgusting. All of the above. Yes. I'll eat fish. Food. Yeah. Um, the, very few foods aren't my favorite, yeah. meaning mushrooms, and that's about it. Yeah. I don't... I don't. And weird things. I mean, like... Like, I'm not... Weird things? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want a gizzard. No. I don't... I don't, like, like weird things. Everyone knows what weird yeah, things that's are. that's fair. If, and if you describe something as funky... Just throw it in the trash. I don't want your funky food. Oh, I like it because it's funky. No, that I'm, means it smells funny. I made a funky burrito. You don't want my funky burrito? I don't. I don't, I don't want kombucha. Trash. It's it's just it's just beans. Yeah. It's I like, obviously I don't eat meat. Um, doesn't mean I don't like it. Obviously. Um, I guess maybe it's not obvious to everyone, but I don't eat meat. And <laughs> I could hear it in the yeah. sound of your voice. <laughs> How do you know if someone's a vegan at your party? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Um, yeah, I haven't eaten meat in twenty years, so it's been a while. Um, Dude, it's an awesome time to be like a vegan vegetarian right now, though, because like when I went to Target, it was empty except for that vegetarian know, right? section, where I was like, "Hey, everything's here still. Cool." <laughs> it's very strange. Um, Cliff loves breakfast burritos, I, um, breakfast food in general. True. Um, pizza, yep. <laughs> uh, Italian food. I love Indian food. I love Thai food. Probably the, the, I would say the thing that like gets in my head and will not let go though. Like the thing that I like think I need that. And then I literally cannot stop thinking about it until I eat it though is donuts. Um, like I will, I will, it's a good choice. I will think like, Man, I could really go for well, and I make the I made the mistake. It's a mistake of following um, Legendary Donuts, which is a local donut place eh. on Facebook. And so they're like, "Wouldn't you like one of these donuts?" And I'm like, "I would like one of those donuts." And like, I literally cannot stop thinking about it until I get one. <laughs> Luckily, they're not close. They just they just promote tweets mm. to you. <laughs> it's bad. So and they're expensive too. Like they are expensive donuts. Um. Do they have those awesome croissants that are glazed? Because those are my favorite I think the donuts. only place that has ever had those was Albertsons 15 years ago. I've never seen them since. Ream still has oh, them. Interesting. And Smith's still has them. Yeah, no, I've not had one of those in Oh, and Macy's. Years. They so, do have... Like, two of the three are Utah They do places. have dosants, though. Um, those are pretty and good. they cover them in uh, sea salt caramel, which is very good. Mm. So they have some 
the other day I got one that was full of Baileys. Um, like the cream was Baileys. Oh, yes, bay leaves. It was good. It was really good. Isn't that what it's called? Bay leaves. Uh, yes, bay leaves. Um, donuts. Donuts are great. But I also love breakfast burritos. The breakfast burrito, like, was it this podcast where we were talking about the breakfast burrito truck and how I was trying not to go there every week? Every day. That was last week. Oh, God. I think. who knows? Time's an illusion. The breakfast burrito place closed, and I was so sad. I was so sad. Anyway, what do you like to eat, Dylan? Besides everything, is, choose one it thing. It's very hard. It's impossible. You can choose. I really one. like breakfast food, though, like French toast. Yeah, I love omelets. Mm. Anyway, call biscuits and gravy. Breakfast. Food. Breakfast food's just awesome, right? I love yeah. breakfast. Chuck's food. donut maple bars. <sighs> I wonder if Chuck's is open. My kid loves maple bars. Yeah. Not on Sundays. Really? Yeah, the prime donut day. They're not open. <sighs> sucks. All right. It's also Wednesday, so I don't know why that was like. Was, <laughs> damn I it. Mean, they're definitely not open now because it's one of those donut places that sells out at like 7.30. <laughs> so maybe I'll go to Chuck's tomorrow. Uh, all right. Cheap free games. This podcast is so weird. <laughs> the longer the quarantine goes on, the weirder this podcast gets. Cheap free games. We're talking epic the, the lovely folks at the Epic Game Store are giving you Sherlock Holmes, Crime and Punishment. <laughs> um, Crime and Punishment is the worst book I had to read in my high school career. Were you on... I was so high when I read that. It was prescription. It was legal. I burned myself severely. Uh, terrible book, though. Uh, become the most celebrated detective of all time, Sherlock Holmes. Do you think he is the most celebrated detective of all time? Probably. Name another detective. Monk? Batman. Batman. Yeah, I guess. But, like, Batman is a detective, but not like an detective, actual detective. Yeah. Well, he was. I mean, was detective he? comics. That's why. Well, yeah, but he wasn't a detective. I mean, I guess probably Sherlock Holmes didn't work for. What I want to see is an epic rap battle between Sherlock Holmes and Batman. All right. Anyway, you, I would, that would probably be pretty be solid. Good. Use your impressive talents as a detective to solve six thrilling and varied cases. You've, if you've probably seen any of the Sherlock Holmes movies, it's probably the same ones. I would guess it's the Hounds, the Baskerville, whatever. M- Moriarty shows up. Uh, at absolutely. Some point. Uh, Game Pass had a bunch of um, things announced yesterday uh, for the Xbox version of Game Pass. You will on April 9th, which is tomorrow. I believe. So the day you yep. are listening to this, uh, a game called Alvastia Chronicles will be available. It's a um, like a 16-bit RPG that has over 100 companions. And I believe, Why? I don't know, you can be in epic like JRPG-style battles with up to 13 party members. I... This sounds tiring. <laughs> sounds awful. But, you know, if that's your thing, maybe you'll like it. Uh, the other game coming out tomorrow is Journey to the Savage Planet, Woo! which is spectacular. I kind of wish I hadn't spent $30 on it like a month ago. You only spent like I actually did not it, spend so anything your... on it because I used Microsoft right. Rewards to purchase that game. See? You're good. Um, Colby and I are going to record a podcast about this eventually. Um, maybe we should wait until the end of this month and then people can play it. I mean, I don't know if people actually play it. I don't know. We'll see. Well, at some point in time, Colby and I are going to record a Journey to the Savage Planet podcast. It is a very, very good game. It is very funny. Um, we played it co-op. I don't necessarily think I would recommend playing yeah. it co-op. Don't, don't play it co-op. It's way more fun yeah. not co-op, having played both ways. Yeah. 
it's, um, it, it's beat it single player first and then yeah, play it co-op. absolutely. I, I think I would have enjoyed it more playing it single player. Um, not because Colby's bad to play with. We play a lot of game co-ops, but it just, it didn't seem like quite optimized for co-op. Your player moves very fast. And so it was very easy for like Colby to go left and me to go right. And then we go like, where the hell are you? Um, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out where each other was, which is kind of strange, but a great game. Very funny. Um, a lot of very like satirical anti-capitalist humor, which is kind of interesting in a game. You don't see that often. Uh, you're seeing it more and more and more. It's almost like the world's imploding hmm. uh game pass for pc uh overcooked 2 so if you want to play a game that'll make you hate all your friends um overcooked 2 uh-huh. i don't have <laughs> bam overcooked 2 is actually a lot of fun um and especially like if you can just play the first couple levels and then like scoot uh but it's good it's available now apparently i just missed that coming out i don't know when it happened but it's out right now play with your friends uh football manager 2020 is like a not like FIFA, it's like a football management. And by football, I actually mean soccer. Um, football. Management sim. So it's, you know, where you have players and teams and you change positions and it simulates a soccer I game for you. love soccer. I cannot imagine playing I think the this. funny thing is, is like, that's the part of like FIFA that I hate the very most. Uh-huh. Like... Like, oh boy, I can be a general manager? I would way... I, I don't even like... Like, 90% of the time, like, oh, this is a joke only Colby will get, but I play most of my FIFA games like I'm Real and I just don't substitute anyone. Like, every player I have plays 90 minutes. Because, like, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they're tired. I don't really care. Like, if I could auto-substitute in that game, I would absolutely do it. So, anyway, Football Manager 2020, if that's your jam, cool. Um, Alvastia Chronicles, again, 13-player... <laughs> 13 party member pixel RPG could be great. Um, none of these PC ones actually have a release date. They're all coming soon. So soon. Uh, Mistover is a God. I don't even want to read this. A quote unquote mystical RPG with expeditions for finding the key to survival. I guess. I don't know. It looks fun. I, I saw some gameplay of it looks okay. And then stranger things three, the game, which looks oh, kind of terrible. It's like the isometric isometrically one? one. I heard that but I've heard fun. it's really good. So like I every time I see gameplay of it I'm like that looks awful and it looks very like it looks retro without being you know how like a game can look retro but also look modern. Um like they took the retro aesthetic and then like applied modern things to it. That game does not look that way. It just looks like it was came out for the Super Nintendo. But mm, I guess maybe it's all right. So check those all out. Uh, the PC game or the Xbox games are going to be out when you hear this. The PC games are coming out soon. So presumably, I would guess some of them are probably also going to be out the same day. Like I can't imagine that uh, that Alvastia Chronicles is going to release a different day on Xbox than it will PC. But keep an eye out for those new stuff coming. Finally, we've talked about the Atari VCS here. We're, we're going into Troll Corner, by the way. Um, do you have a GameStop? <laughs> GameStop is out of Troll Quarter only because the government forced them to shut down. Was it was it GameStop or was it Hobby Lobby that they threatened to pull their business license if they? Oh, that was yeah. GameStop. I think there was also a state that threatened to turn off their power if they. No, Hobby Lobby. They did that turn happened. off their power. Yeah. <laughs> this is the weirdest world we live in. Anyway. Um, do we need like a an intro to Troll Corner, Dylan? Do you have anything like you can just pull out to put us into Troll Corner mode? I don't, because we didn't do it regularly. No, so it didn't. 
I don't think it ever got. A if I was, though. if I was a better podcast producer, I would add like a like the sad trombone. Yeah. <laughs> Odd fact: um, If you go to said troll, yeah. <laughs> see that would be good. Man, I should talk to Adam. Um, Sadtrombone.com. A friend of mine actually owns that, so you know. I wonder. Let's see. Let's see. I wonder if I can do this. Sad. Let's see. Sadtrombone.com. Okay, call. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I oh I, no, actually, this won't work because I don't have my speakers up. It played through my headphones though. Anyway, just just just. Is it sadtrombone.com? Oh, it's perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, so we've talked. To, I'm useful. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, the Atari VCS, which I think was supposed to launch like, what, two months ago? <laughs> um, the chief architect of the Atari VCS, uh, his name is Robert Wyatt, um, claims that Atari owes him 20, well, let's say, a, let's say a round quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> and they have not paid him. And so he filed a lawsuit saying, Hey, where's my money, people? Uh, this is a good quote. It is, in fact, it was Atari's own mismanagement of the console project that was the cause or reason for the delayed launch and the console of the console project, and not because Tin Giant, Wyatt's personal corporation, had failed to perform the agreement. So they delivered their stuff, Atari screwed it up, and Atari's not paying him now, which is dope. Do you think, but here's a question. Does the Atari VCS ever come out? <laughs> no. <laughs> Or it'll be like some sort of like weird, uh, just kind of, you know, hack job put together thing that will just silently go away. Um, as recently as March 20th, the company said it had enough parts to manufacture the first, guess how many they could make? 12. 500. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a pe couple people, backers, uh, like I think it was an Indiegogo, have actually gotten them, I guess, which does not speak well for how good they are, since I have never heard a peep about these things. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. All right. Let's go home. We're already home. Perfect. We never leave. Um, this is Bite Me Podcast. You can, you can follow us at BiteMePodcast.com. What else do you have to do? You can follow us on social media at Bite Me Podcast. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, like I've said, you can follow us on Patreon or not. Either way, it's absolutely fine. If you give us money, we're just going to give it to some other people for the next little bit. Uh, Patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. And it sounds like we're like money laundering or something. <laughs> <laughs> it is not the first time I have laundered money. It will not be the last. I'm thinking about just starting a laundromat. It's cool. Hmm. Uh, finally, please come join us on Discord because it's the only thing to do these days. Like, you can come talk with us. Colby spent an unspecified amount of time hiding in a closet today talking on Discord. It was an hour, and I have my own quote-unquote office. Do you think anyone I work with listens to this? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you're famous in... No, uh -huh. Okay. Which one of my 50-year-old, like, you know, Mormon housewife like uh people i work with do you think that's like oh yeah no i love video games com slash discord come hang out with us there um anything else guys all right so. do it dylan bite me
it's uh, hitting the record button on this is weird because you have to like click into the window. Like if you're not if you don't have the focus on this window, you have to click into the window and then click record again, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is how I've screwed it up in the past. Dylan's back. I wanted to grab the beverage. <sighs> Did you know that you can mix a lot of um, uh, fireball into ginger ale? You've mentioned that in numerous podcasts we've recorded lately, and I, I worry I've heard about... that's a thing, yeah. Yeah, Colby's, Colby's been drunk for at least half the podcasts we've recorded in the last two weeks, and that's a little I have not been drunk. Sure. I've been we've like, all been doing one thing a lot during quarantine. <laughs> Mine's been, been eating tipsy. cookies. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. If they'd let me stay home, I'd just play video games and be fine. Right. Yeah, I, I actually think I am working more like since i've been working at home than i did at the office i am working way less yeah like today i I was on my phone for at least an hour just i mean i mean just at one point in time like it wasn't that was (laughs) not an hour over eight hours there was one point in time where i got in there at 8 44 and i left to do something at 9 45 yeah i have been insanely busy like I've been and I'm like more productive so I'm actually probably like I'm probably putting the equivalent of like 10 or 11 hours in every day (laughs) like like for me like I understand going and wiping everything down like I'm okay with that it's more like go and do your normal stuff Colby I'm like well so put myself in danger so that the you know floors are slightly vacuumed. Um, gonna pass. <laughs> yeah, make, well, make him be a little dirty. I think, I think it'll be fair. okay. I think that's fair. Dylan's making birthday cards now. That's that's what it's come down to. I know. <laughs> my my job's weird now. It like it's a freaking wave. Like it's either it on or off. Yeah, yeah. it's like because it's yep. totally dependent on people giving me things. Yeah. Which they do, but they don't necessarily do it on schedule or yeah. on time. In an <laughs> optimal way. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine because like I've thrown out the like the idea of nine to five or eight to five or whatever you want to call it, like is just gone. And I don't yeah. that doesn't bother me at all. Like if I was just home all the time and I did my work and didn't log hours or whatever and just got whatever they asked me to do done, like I'm fine with that. I don't mind yeah. working on Saturday. I don't mind working till eleven PM. I don't really mind getting up at six AM and getting something done. Like so I just kinda do the things when I have things to do. And when they told me I could choose my hours, thing. like I'm like, okay, it's not, it's not going to be like nine to five, guys. And that's why I go from four thirty to two. Yeah, in the I, morning uh, or afternoon? Uh, morning. Okay. Oh, I get there at five and yeah. work from five I do, to I love that. I love the early. I love just being done with work at two o'clock. I both like it and dislike it in that uh when i work later i can go hiking in the morning no sure and that doesn't really work out i um what do i want to say i keep getting because i start working at about seven thirty, just maybe seven fifteen. it kind of depends on like how fast i get going but like i have to be pretty much done by about I have to be out of the shower by like 6.45 because the guy who's living with me starts taking a shower. And uh, like I don't want to be using water like that. And so I'm like down here at 7.30 and every day I think like, sweet, I can, like the latest I need to work is 4.30. But like I'm not going to take much of a lunch either. I could probably start working at like 3.45, 4. Every single day I'm working until like 5 or 5.30 because there's just <laughs> so much crap to do. It's very unfair. Anyway, should we do a podcast? Sure. Yeah. All right. 
I need to get back to the shoe newts. Oh, I just got a message from somebody. It wasn't me.